Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of We Talk Photo on your radio and on YouTube. And there I am, John Peterson, and with me as always is Mr. Trust Me, I'm Right, Jack Graham. Not from the Pacific Northwest. I know, it's a very sad day. Not for, maybe for you. Yeah, it is. This is John, you know what this is? It's a suntan. Short sleeve shirt. I know, and I'm all bundled up in a big old warm jacket because it's cold here. Learning how to drive in the sun. Uh, yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta use some sunscreen on your head, or wear a hat. Yeah, or wear a hat. Yeah, yeah. The big move is done, Jack. Yeah. So, folks, I I apologize. Uh, I have a a cold. Uh, so I'm going to let John conduct about three quarters of this. I'm sure that a lot of you will probably enjoy that. <laughs> I, I told John before we went on that I'll interrupt as usual. I have a knack of doing that. In fact, when photo workshops go away, I think I'll teach a workshop on how to interrupt people Yeah, and get away with it. There That's, you go. And get away with it. That's the key point right at the end. So, but with this cold, I just took some uh, cough medicine and a pill. It seems to be working okay. So I think we could get through what You're we right. want. Um, well, you know, so today, oh, go ahead, Jack. No, I just want to thank everybody for being here. You bet. You bet. You know, and again, we are um, we are recording this. Uh, for those that are listening to just the podcast, we are recording the video of this and putting this up on our new YouTube channel. We talk photo up on YouTube. So check us out and subscribe and like, and do all that kind of stuff there. We will like continue. It really means I'm learning from my other YouTube endeavor that I play around with that likes really count and comments really count. So if, if you don't, if you think we're not, if we're talking too slow or we're not being entertaining enough, uh, you know, let us seriously let us know any ideas too on who you'd like who you'd like us to try to get on. We've got a whole list of people here we're contacting for future podcasts. We've had some great a great run of great people today. We're going to bore you with a little bit of uh, discussion on on some photography, interesting photography topic topics. Uh, I'll let John get into that. But comments and likes really mean a lot to us. I hope you know that. And those of you that take time to listen to us, it it really does. It really means a lot. So thank yeah, you. It sure does. Thank you. Well, I think, Jack, you know, the first, we didn't really dive into this before we started the podcast. But I tell you, the, the thing that came back in the news, I saw it when it first got announced, but it just came back because it hit the, $2 million mark on Kickstarter was the self-leveling tripod. And what? it's a great idea. I, I don't have a lot of words for this. It's It, it amazes me that it's uh, been received as well as it has. But if it gets people to use the tripod, then God bless it. What amazes me is two things happening in, in cameras, in camera, in, in photography. People bringing out new camera bags, uh, and, and and even a couple new companies trying to get in this market. God bless you. 
and tripods. I mean, God, I just saw small rigs bringing out a tripod. I mean, I mean, I, 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 you know how I love tripods. Yeah. But I have to tell you that before I'm, I'm, I'm the other side of the grass, you're not going to need a tripod. I'm sorry. You're not going to need it. But you, there might, you, go. you might, I mean, to create a technically good photograph, I agree with you. But to slow down, you still need it. That's the thing. That's the thing. Right. And I, I got AI, into this. AI will make a great photograph, but AI is not going to let you be somewhere that you want to see what we yeah. did. Yeah, folks, you know, we were just we were just talking about the AI topic, wondering if we wanted to dive into that. And and I, I that's a whole nother podcast in and of itself. But Jack's great point at the end was. You know, AI is going to make a great photograph, but it's not going to give you the experience of being there. And it's that, especially as we get older, I value the experiences so much more than anything else. It's 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 not how much money I amass, it's how many experiences I amass. That's my gauge of a successful life. Man, I, to me, it's, I just want money now, you know? Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Anyhow, John, let's uh, let's talk about what we we talked on the on the on the phone yesterday and came up with a, a, a really good idea for this podcast. And I think it's something. And, and again, if you all have heard this, and if you think you already do it, God bless you. I can tell you that most of you that haven't been playing around with photography for, you know, 10, 20 years, probably think you're doing this, but I don't know that you are. So just hang in with us for a couple of minutes. And if you, if you are following what we're going to tell you, just listen to it again, because every time I, I talk about these subjects, I keep learning from them. And, you know, you, and I'm 150 years old. If I keep learning, you keep learning. Good, John. Yeah. yeah, it's always you can always learn. So the uh, the title of this discussion is kind of the sum of all parts. And when you think about a photographic composition, it's really the sum of all parts. A lot of people when they first get started in photography, and you know they they come on a workshop with us. A lot of people are so focused on the subject itself that they are blinded to everything around the subject. But to make a good photograph great, it has to be every single element in that photograph has to be supporting of the story, supporting of the subject, harmonious with one another, all of those things need to go together, you know, from visual weight to tension to all of these topics we talk about. It is the sum of the parts in a photograph that makes a photograph great, not just a subject. So, so many times, and I, I was trying to get this point across, uh, I was down in Bandon a couple of weeks ago with the workshop and, and working with some folks and, really kind of exploring this subject of when I'm photographing, my subject is not the focus of my attention. 
subject is not really my subject of my of most of my creative energy. It's everything around the subject. It's I'm looking at the foreground, midground, background. I'm looking at the sky. I'm looking at the textures, the tones, the colors. Everything around the subject is what is getting my attention. And that's where I spend most of my time adjusting my composition. And kind of going back to the tripod comment, Jack, that's it takes time to evaluate each piece and part of your composition. And that's where having your camera on a tripod is so beneficial. Yep. And, you know, I'll take it one step further, John. You know, before I even decide to 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 take take a camera out uh you know i think about the subject to me is just part of the story and i'm 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 thinking about what what the story is i'm trying to communicate and you know i always go back to some of uh some of the great musicians and we talked about this in a prior podcast one or two back sometimes it's what's not in the photograph and if you're not looking around and you're just concentrating on that, you know, that one horse out in the middle of the pasture and not looking in in, in back of the horse and in front of the horse and all around, you're you're gonna not be successful. You know, um it's it's what's not in the photograph and it's other stuff. And it, it could be a building, it could be a beam of light it could be just something that is taken away from what you're trying to say what your story is and it's uh it's design and john john nailed it it's it's he he had a great term called design thinking and john maybe you could expand on that yeah and it's it's for me, it, it my concept of, of design thinking is when I'm composing a photograph, I'm not really looking at my composition as a subject and then maybe some surrounding elements. It is, I'm focused more on the individual parts and pieces of a photograph. Which way is the flow going? What is the visual size? Are there textural changes in the photograph? And where do I position those in the composition to um, support the story or the emotion that I'm trying to evoke? Um, you know, and so as I'm, as I'm working, and I do this a lot subconsciously now, it, it took me, it, it, it took a little effort when I first started, but, but, I, I essentially deconstruct the photograph or the composition as I'm looking at it and identify all the different parts and pieces. I'm not looking at a subject. I'm not looking at a pretty landscape composition. I'm looking at parts and pieces, tones, colors, shapes, textures, direction, um, obstacles, all of those things I am looking at as parts and pieces that I put together as the artist into the composition in a way that conveys the emotion or the story that I want to tell through my image. So that's it, kind of that design thinking, putting parts and pieces together. You know, you know, John, it's, it's so, it's so, um, it, it's important that we're talking about this. And it's important that we're talking, everything you said is 100% correct. 
but I, I, I'm thinking as you're talking that the people who are listening to this, they're hearing it and they're absorbing it. But, you know, and again, John and I run photo workshops. That's, that's how we basically make most of our income. It's so important not only to hear this, this is what you get out of a photo workshop when you're in the field. Folks, you can hear this and read about it. This has been written different ways for 100 years. But when you're actually in the field and you hear John and I or another leader hopefully talking about these subjects, because this is what makes the photograph. Well, this this is what I think takes it from a, a documentary photograph to more artistic photographs is, yep. you know, we've heard that old saying of you don't take a photograph, you make a photograph. And, and this is one of the ways to get to that point where I'm making or arranging all of these elements or these parts and pieces into the photograph. And what we're telling you here is very general. I mean, when we're in the field, uh, we explain to people, for example, um, if you look uh, kind of, you know, well, John's image in his background is it's kind of a very balanced image. But let's make believe that the image in John's background was only to his left, where you see the slope of the mountain going up toward the peak. Well, that angle has much more tension than the other side of the photograph where the angle's going from the top down to the lower right. And, and I'm, what I'm saying here is when we're in the field, we get into these much more specific weights than we are right here. There's so many little things that make a, 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 a story if if you want a tense image, you want that angle going from lower right, lower left to upper right. If you want a more calming image, it's, and these are little things that we it's hard to describe in a podcast verbally. But maybe I think John, this is a good good thing to do in the future. Maybe we ought to do a which one works or some other things where we look at some images and talk about these things. But the the, the the points that John was making is so important. It, it's not how how good looking the horse is, believe me. It's it's all the other stuff around it, and the design thinking. It's a great term. It is. It is. You know, and it, I'll try to describe this for for folks at home listening on the podcast. But you know, I've got. I've got a couple of um, images that I want to show folks on the YouTube channel. And one of them is it's a concrete wall with a piece of rusted metal running diagonally over the face of the concrete wall. If you were to ask me what's the subject, well, you know, literally the subject is, is this piece of rusted metal. That is a boring subject but the photograph is in my head very much a study in design I have got triangles all over this photograph 
and it, this was really a study of sort of triangles and the and the diagonal design of this rusted piece of metal. So the subject itself is absolutely boring. It's horrible. But the concepts and the design and the way it was executed, I think, tells a great story. But another one I just shot down in Port Orford, Oregon, was another example of me sort of practicing design thinking. There was an old fishing shack with, with weathered wood. And so the vertical pieces of wood, um, they were running vertically. So I have these great vertical lines. And then there's a red air hose running diagonally from the lower left to the upper right across the face of these vertical lines. If you were asking me to what the subject is, well, I guess it's the red air hose because it's the brightest thing in the world. You, you know what makes that a great photograph? Mm. Is the lines coming out of the, the screws in the wood, pointing down at that orange thing. Yeah, at the air hose. Yeah. So the subject itself is is really a non-starter. I mean, if you were to tell me to go shoot a picture of an air hose, I would laugh at you. But when it's in any subject can be almost wonderful in the right setting with a sort of a design ethos. I'm looking at vertical and diagonal. That's kind of the subject of this story. It's not a, an old weathered fishing shack with an air hose. And can photographs like this are all about design thinking, Jack. So I'll give you a mus another musical analogy. Yeah, I, I, you've heard me say this on workshops. There's a lot of great soloists, really great singers, great soloists who have failed because the band or the arrangement, the orchestration, something was wrong. And there's a lot of really half-assed singers who made it because they hired Nelson Riddle. And they hired uh, a great a great mastering engineer like Bernie Grundman to do their mastering, and it made them sound good. So, you know, it, it isn't it isn't it isn't kind of what they're doing. It's all that ancillary stuff in the background. It's the ancillary stuff, and and I think you know I used this image um, during my workshop to to make a point to people about this concept. And even though this, I don't want to be known for air hoses against weathered wood. That's not my preferred type of photograph. I thought but, that was your thing, John. No, but I practice this kind of stuff, Jack, because it 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 trains my eye and it trains my brain to think about design to think about the vertical lines married with the diagonal lines which is then going to help me in my chosen what i what i normally like to shoot which is landscapes well well john peterson won't tell you this but I, i'm gonna you can't see my 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 uh mouse cursor on the screen i don't think but if you look at each side of the photograph the very edge of each side and find those that row of screws that goes up about a quarter way down from the top. Okay. First of all, on each side, there's a plank of wood 
That's about a quarter the size of each of the planks. Look at the balance, okay? On the left side and the right side, each, each part of that plank is the exact same size. And look at the space around each one of those screws. On the, the last one on the left and the last one on the right, you can see part of the wood, the, the screw is not running off the corner. And that is not by accident because I know that John pays attention to those things. And, and this is also part of the design thing when you design an image. And yes, can you crop it to do that? Absolutely. Sure. The art is getting yeah. it as correct, as correct as you want to get it in the camera. Yeah. And and what's and we'll for those folks just on podcasts only, we'll get off of the, the images yeah, here. Right. But but right. you know, I wanted to say that this seemingly very simple shot took me about five minutes to get it just right. To kind of to Jack's point, thanks for noticing that. But these sometimes these things are not easy, but this whole design thinking, shooting mundane subjects, helps me in the all of my photography. It trains my brain. Oh, sorry, one last thing, right? So threes. I've got all this horror. I've got three wooden slats moving left to right across the image. Equally distant. Yeah, and it's all it's practicing being giving space and balance and harmony across all of these three things. It doesn't matter what this is. It, this is a design study. It's color, texture, repeating patterns, and how do I arrange those in a photograph that's pleasing to look at? This I would you know, when we're we're on the Oregon coast, if, if you're there, I'm there. You know, we do these seascapes and these great, you know, vistas and everything for a couple of days. And then we wander into these fishing ports, whether it's Newport or Charleston or wherever we go. And the, the, the clientele goes, when they get there, they're like, why are we here? Mm. When it's time to leave, they don't want to leave. And, and you start working and practicing. This is practice. You get in there and work these kind of intimate subjects and looking for balance and lines and patterns and and and, and design thinking. Uh, you know, this is going to make you a better photograph as a landscape photographer. Oh, it'll help you in all of your photography. And so that I think that's a great word, Jack, is training. You know, I shoot a lot of things like this to train my brain. And, you know, honestly, if, I could be weird, but I get more artistic satisfaction out of this than I do just plopping my tripod down on a beach and taking a picture of a beautiful sunset. There's no skill necessarily involved because I don't need to work at my camera settings. It's easy. Things like this are challenging for me as an artist, and so I get a lot of reward out of it. Well, you know, that also goes 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 to the point that, you know, just be, just because it's not uh, the golden hour doesn't mean you can't go out and make some photographs either. Oh, so. Photographs everywhere. And, you know, I'll go but, out and do studies of texture or different changes of tonality from dark to light at the intersection points. And those are all things that help me 
train my brain to spot this in the field when I'm taking the really good photographs that I want to take. Now, just to, just to sum up, you know, and John, John sent a few notes over and what we wanted to talk about here. And one of them is really, I, I just want to reiterate that, uh, understanding these, these nuances, ascending lines, descending lines, where the subject is placed in the photograph, um, weight. I mean, all these things that John talked about, every, every part of it is important. It's the sum of all parts. And if you get, if you nail one of them and you don't nail the rest of them, it's not going to work. And it takes practice. And, and, and again, Folks, whether you do something with us, of course, we'd love you to, or you do it with another competent leader, and we've had a number of them on here, it's it's important to, to learn these, these uh, again, we could go on for about a year here, and if anybody's still left now, uh, th- thank you for hanging in. But it, it's so important, and you get this from from working with people who know what they're doing, standing at their side, watching and talking about things as you're making the photograph. It'll it'll really help. Really help. It will. It will. You know, I, I still, I still go back to one of the biggest lessons that I got when I first started out. I was, this was many years ago and I I took my, I, I took a workshop from you, Jack, and we were sitting in, we were in Bodie, California. And uh, and you walked me up to the side of this old building, and there was a rusted ring bolted in the side of the building with vertical slats. And you said, how would you shoot that? And I just looked at it and looked at it, and I had no freaking idea. And you went, boom, 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 there you go. And just this light bulb went off over my head. And so to you know, to have this sort of, I, I could have watched YouTube or read something, but to experience something in person and, and to see that unlock happen was um, so impactful for me that I just wanted to share that story again, because, because learning from somebody is uh, so much more valuable, I think, than just self-guided learning. Well, I'll tell you, I'll I'll tell one quick story. So when I moved to California in 1989, I think it was, I think it was 89. So I had the Bogan 3521 and I had the pan tilt head. I had the plate that everybody had. I had the right, uh, I had the right clothes on. I really looked like I knew what the hell I was doing and I didn't really know what I was doing, but at least I looked like I knew what I was doing. So I'm in Yosemite, and in the spring, the water had melted in the valley uh, with half dome reflecting in the, in the mirror image in the water, you know. So I walk up, and I put my Canon F1 uh, pre-EOS system on the thing, and I'm, I'm looking at it. It's at eye level using about a 35-millimeter lens, which we all know doesn't work. But I thought it did because I knew everything. And some guy walks up to me. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to edit this for. This will be PG. Uh, guy walks up to me and he says, "You will fail if you don't get low 
and probably get in the water to get that photograph. And I, I was just fresh from New York, New Jersey, so I, I really thought I knew everything. And I said, nah, it's too damn cold. You think I'm getting in that water? You're out of your mind. And he goes, you will fail if you don't do that. And I said, right after about three times, I said, who, who the hell are you? And he said, well, I'm Galen Rowell. Well, I about jumped in the water. I still have the photograph. It's on ectochrome. So it's got that blue ectochrome look yeah. to it, you know. But I, I look at it every day to, to remind myself that it's important to learn from people who know what the hell they're doing and 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 absorb these design thinking points. If, forget, forget, you know, F-stops and stuff. You all, you all know that. You all know the technical and the things. But the design thinking and the photography is what will make or break your, yeah. your stuff. And you're going to get that, you know, you can get it from your podcast and YouTube until Kowskimo. Get out and learn it from people who know what they're doing. Yep, yep. It's, it's you know, go ahead and master the technical side of things. But once you get that down, start to focus on the creative and artistic aspects of photography. There's so much to learn, so much training you can give yourself um, to kind of reshape the way you see the scenes, the compositions. And so, you know, just to just to recap that design thinking, you know, deconstruct the scene, look at all the parts and pieces of it. Don't look at it as a subject or a pretty picture look at all of the things, but first, to your point, Jack, decide what you want to say. What's your story or what's the emotion that you want to evoke? And then everything in that photograph needs to support that story or that emotion that you want to evoke. So, you know, there are lots of great tools out there. And so I just encourage folks to keep learning and really really develop that creative and artistic skill set that's needed to make great photographs, not just good photographs. Well, I'll try to feel better by the next podcast. I know I sound horrible here today, but I, I feel a lot better. To, I feel a lot better than I sound probably, but yeah, it's been a been an interesting couple of weeks. So, All right, folks. Well, thank you much. Thanks, Jack, for muscling through and, and yep. doing this podcast and, Stay tuned for the next thing. And, you know, to Jack's point, if you have any comments, suggestions, please let us know either on YouTube channel, on our uh, website, or via email, uh, wetalkphoto@gmail.com. And with that, I'll wish everybody a happy day. Bye-bye. Okay. See you guys later.